Hello and welcome to The Daily Reprieve, where we provide essays, speaker meetings, workshops, and conferences in podcast format. We are an ad-free podcast. If you enjoy listening, please help us be self-supporting by going to donate.thedailyreprieve.com and drop a dollar or two into the virtual basket. Please consider donating monthly by clicking the Donate Monthly button. However, one-time donations are always welcome. Just click the Donate Now button. Now, without further ado, this episode of The Daily Reprieve. Okay, good afternoon. Welcome to this meeting of Sexaholics Anonymous. My name is Shloimi, and I'm a grateful recovering sexaholic. I'm from Lakewood, New Jersey. And uh, I will be a facilitator for this session, and I'm also joined by... My name is, is Don Griffin, San Antonio, Texas. The next convention, by the way. Okay, plus, uh, uh, the name of this meeting is, the program is The Twelve Steps. Uh, please let's take a moment to sound all electronic devices. If you do need to use yours during this meeting, please take it outside. Please uh, let's, take, let's take a moment, and if you can join me in a moment of silence to bring God into this meeting. And please join me in this serenity prayer. God, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, courage to change the things that I can, and wisdom to know the difference. Well, let mine be done. In the spirit of the 12th tradition to carry this mes- the message, this meeting is being recorded. The recorder will not be turned off for any reason. If you wish to share, please sp- speak directly into the microphone so that the listener can follow you. Um, if you wish not to be recorded, we invite you to participate by listening or attending another session. Please do not touch any of the recording equipment. And we also ask if you want to share, please sit on these three chairs so that you should be able to, shouldn't be any breaks as you come up to share. Now, um, I'll be sharing my experience, strength, and hope specifically about this topic. The program is the 12 steps. And um, Don, asked me, Don asked me to share first. I'm a little bit nervous. Uh, but then I guess Don, I guess... I just arrived here a few minutes ago. I was planning to get here earlier, and it's not the best way to jump into a meeting. I just, but that's just, but that was God's will for me for today. My kids were not able to, to be home earlier, and I just had to wait for them to set the, to set them up first. So this is where I am, and I'm asking God to please talk through me. I, um, I did prepare, but I didn't write anything out. I just, you know, thought about what I'm going to be speaking about. So it's coming mostly from what's just, this is just where I am right now. So I'll start off by saying I'm, uh, I've been in program for six years and, um, I'm sober for a little over four of those six years. And, um, and I do want to say there's some, I, this is, this is something that's, that's really on my heart right now because it just happened to me. I uh, I had an experience three weeks ago where I did not act out, but I almost acted out. I was riding a bike, and there were two people uh, making out in the park, and I stopped over there, and I spoke to them. Um, I stuck around over there and told them to continue to do what they were doing. So thank God, I after a few minutes of that, I was able to step away, make a phone call, and just continue on. But that's really, really not sober behavior. So I was... And this this does happen to me. These type of actions have been happening to me, I would say, once in six months. 
So I, you know, I speak to the people that, that came before me and they, you know, has the problem be removed? The big book says that um, the, we have solved the alcohol problem for us, the, the, the lost problem. So the truth is the problem has been removed, just not completely. I'm still suffering from sexaholism. Uh, the problem has been removed to the point that I don't masturbate every day anymore like I used to. I don't call phone sex every day. I don't, uh, I don't have the urge, I don't have that demon inside of me that I need to act out. And, um, and in most of my, um, most days, I don't, I don't feel like I'm tempted, but I don't feel, I don't feel that, 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 that what I used to feel, that need, and otherwise I'm going to die. And if I, and, and, and like, like as if I'm being pushed towards it without my, you know, against my, well, that's not happening anymore. Yes, I'm still a sexaholic and I need to work this program. And when I, these type of issues, these type of things do are to me like a message from God. Shloimi, you need me. You got to come on to me daily. And that's the way I choose to look at it. And I learned from this. I started every, since that happened, every morning I, I get up and I, um, I meditate on the fact that I still have not given up completely, that I will never act out in my life again. That's my will is still there, but I am giving it up to your will. And I'm surrendering that to you. And I'm doing that daily. And as I'm doing that daily, I find certain days that I'm happy to do it. And that's the point where I want to get to. So the program is the 12 steps. I want to just get to it. I just want to, you know, I am a suffering person. When I came into into program, I was, I felt so, so much shame, so much hurt, so much in pain. And just walking through the door and finding people, for me, finding people that identified with this pain. to say, yes, I've done the same things as you've done. And it's, it's, it's a, a, that took away a lot of the pain. And then all of a sudden I didn't, okay, so I'm fine now. But that would be like someone coming to the hospital who needs a major surgery and they connect him to some oxygen and some IV and he feels better. The problem hasn't been solved. He feels better, but the problem hasn't been solved. If I don't start working my 12 steps, the problem is still there. And there's a limit of time how long the fellowship and the, and the, you know, the phone calls and the you know, and, and a, a, a trouble shared is a trouble half. You know, the, the, how long that will keep me sober? It doesn't. It doesn't work forever. And if I'm not going to start working on my twelve steps, I am not going to. It it will not keep me sober forever. In the big book, it says, "Really, have we found um, uh, someone who?" What's, oh, here we go. Really, have we seen a person uh, fail who has thoroughly followed our path? And the question that people are asking, we don't see that. There's lots, especially in, you know, in Alcoholics Anonymous, their, 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 their success rate is a little bit higher. But in Sexaholics Anonymous, a lot of people are coming in and they're not getting sober. Why? Why is that? And, um, and, you know, and the, the answer I think to that is that we are in SA, as there's, a, there's an AA saying, we are around the AA, but we're not in AA. In other words, we come to the meetings, but we are not we're not working those 12 steps and we will not get sober if we don't work those 12 steps. And, um, you know, there's a, there's a, the, I, I heard someone say, someone told me from Sandy, Sandy B, that a lot of times what we're trying to do is we're trying to get an interior decorator for our, for our prison cell. Now, we're still in prison. We still have the same, but you know, we're able to, to share it and we, that doesn't work. It doesn't work for me. And what does work for me is going through these 12 steps. And what that, what that is for me 
it's it could be painful and but surgery is painful and it's it is like a surgery and for me i can't just stop after i surrendered my lost in steps one two and three i need to continue in step four and not just do the part of step four where i'm uh you know i'm sharing my resentments to get down to continue to continue further to bring it out in my um in my uh um which part affected me what which part of self was affected why did I feel so affected? And then start praying for the person, either praying for the person, uh, you know, per se, or praying for myself. I should be able to show them pity, tolerance, and patience to the point where the resentment is taken away and I'm able to find my part and continue that to step five, where I get honest with myself, with God, and with another human being, and then bring it out into step six, where I find my character defects and my step seven, where I ask God to remove it and um, and... And I have to be honest, I've gone through my 12 steps, but I still feel, I still felt I was doing 10, 11, and 12, and I still felt I still needed some work. So I started doing, I did a fourth step another time. Actually, this is, the, I'm a third time around on a fourth step, because I feel like I still, you know, we peel, we peel off one layer, and we get a little better, and I can start again, I do it again. Now, I'm not saying that this is the right way. Some people just work 10, 11, 12, and they're, and they're fine. But for me, I needed to go back again, step four. And then as it's coming up, my selfishness is coming out. I see the selfishness, and I have to work a sixth and seventh on that. And, and, uh, and as I, and, 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 and I, I never, I, I feel like I never really finished up my eight and nine because I didn't find people that I hurt. I didn't hurt anyone. The few people that I did hurt, I did my amends to, but I still feel like I never hurt anyone. And my sponsor keeps on telling me, more will be revealed. It doesn't make sense. You're, you're, you're a sexaholic and it does not make any sense that you didn't hurt people around you. You're like a raging tornado. It's impossible that you didn't hurt. But I still, I still honestly didn't, I found a few of them, but nothing, no major amends yet. And slowly, slowly I'm finding certain, you know, certain selfishness. Like we're like starting from that. Where was I selfish and hurt other people? And I started finding a little bit. I'll get there. I know I'll get there. You know, I, I didn't act out for no reasons. Things, uh, things. Uh, so I find that uh, that um, that uh, I need to, in order for me to get sober, I need to work my twelve steps. I need to do it again and again, and I need to incorporate them into my life. I need to start thinking like a twelve stepper. In other words. Since this story specifically started, started me thinking of, I need to, I need to be living daily in a surrendered state. I am surrendered completely and totally to God. My will, I am giving up my will. I know what my will is, and I'm giving it up to God. And, um, and, um, and I need to start thinking in a 12 step way. Something happens. What would, like, I hear my sponsor's voice in my brain. It used to be I heard my voice. Now sometimes I hear, yes, you should, talking to my wife, for example, and, uh, and she tells me, I feel like you're not present enough. You know, you're not, you're not there for me really. And so what I want to say is, I, what do you mean? I did this. I did this. I am present. What are you talking about? Well, my sponsor's voice is talking in me. Yeah. You know, or my, my sixth and seventh steps were, Shlomi, you are a selfish person. We've gone through that already. You know, it's very, very possible. And you know something? My sponsor's voice tells me, if she feels that you're not present, then you are not present. It's, it depends on what she feels. It's just something, you know, so, just tell her, okay, so if you feel so, I'll work on it a little bit more. But I couldn't do that. I had to go back to it a, a day later and say, you should know when I said yesterday that I did this and this, I'm sorry. If you feel that, I'm, you know, I'm going to start. It takes me time. You know, I'm, I'm still, 
I'm still a sexaholic. Things take a while to, to register. There's still, you know, but at least I'm hearing my sponsor's voice and the, the, I'm hearing the 12 steps talk through me, talking to me and the le- le- leaving, le- leading a 12 step life. Thanks for letting me share. Very good. Very good. Thank you, Slummy. <clears throat> I'm Don, sexaholic. God gave me sobriety on uh, Thursday, July 24th of 03. And that was a gift, and I never want to forget what happened that day. That's why I, uh, the day, I, that day, I was arrested for solicitation of prostitution, 33 years married. Everybody knew I was an alcoholic. Everybody knew. How can you not know somebody's an alcoholic? But who knew about this? My best friends knew relatively nothing about this. So um, uh, thank God that's my sobriety date. That was a, a, a very low bottom that... Uh, uh, bottom, uh, low enough for me, low enough for me. And, uh, but it was very low. Hurt family, children, my own children, and so forth. Uh, uh, okay, so got in, got into, uh, uh, an S program. All we had in San Antonio at that time was another S program, which is a little bit bigger than ours, quite a bit easier than ours. I, uh, uh I call ours, uh, uh, it's going to be on the recording, the tough ass program. We're, we're, for a tough ass disease. It's a, it's a tough disease. And it's, uh, way tougher than alcoholism. Every alky that's come in, uh, that I've met has said that it's, uh, way tougher, myself included. Uh, and, uh, what I think, there's about, unfortunately, about seven or eight different S, S kinds of groups. And, uh, we probably are maybe the second or the biggest, but uh, we are the one that uh, that is truly based upon the big book of Alcoholics Anonymous. Every 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 program that uh, is not AA says that they're based upon the twelve steps of Alcoholics Anonymous, and maybe they are. But we're based upon the big book of Alcoholics Anonymous, which is an instruction book, a very simple, simple enough that. Normal people. I've been told that I'm too stupid to be sober. Well, that's not true yet. That I'm 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 sober today, and uh, my goal is to to die sober. I don't want that to be today, but uh, uh, so uh, and I've been told that I'm not a good enough uh, uh, person in my religion to be sober. Well, apparently that's not true either. So uh, uh, I was fortunate enough to come in and uh, and be desperate. And we just learned in San Antonio recently at our day in recovery, we had a guy come from San Diego that was great beyond desperation. Jeez, I'm, my ADD snapping in already. Uh, beyond desperation, there is uh, uh, what was it? hopelessness. And I believe, I know that desperateness worked for me, but my peanut gallery will, will give me the answers when I ask. Uh, hopelessness also. So if you're new, if you're new in your first convention, whatever, I hope you're hopeless and I hope you're desperate. That worked for me. And, uh, I was open to, uh, to, uh, to what people had to say. Uh, never is a pretty tough word to use, but I had never listened to anybody in my life. Uh, I believe I was born a sex addict and born an alcoholic. And uh, when I masturbated and when I drank whiskey, I didn't know it, but I had my answers for a long time. I came in when I was 56 years old, and I had my solutions for a long, long time until it stopped working, until that stopped working for me. And I know that I was ready to be caught when I was caught. 
has absolutely nothing to do with this topic. Okay, so the, uh, the big book of Alcoholics Anonymous, we literally and totally are based upon this. We have 14 meetings in San Antonio, and four or five of them are based upon the big book, uh, our big book meetings. Most of our meetings are book meetings uh, the, with the people that have had experience and so forth. Um, the program is the 12 Steps. Uh, rarely have we seen a person fail has thoroughly followed our path. What is the path? The path is the steps. Uh, the success rate is, is low in SA. The success rate is not all that tremendous in AA. What does the word thoroughly mean? Nowadays we could look it up uh, on one of these, right? The word thoroughly. And we can, we can explain everything on our success rate in the first sentence right there. Rarely have we seen a person fail who has thoroughly followed our path. And that path has to be somebody who has done the steps with a sponsor who has done the steps. And uh, I don't know if anybody's here from Chicago where they talk about the culture of sobriety in Chicago. Uh, I, I flipped it around a little bit. I think we have contagious sobriety in San Antonio. And I think uh, sobriety is contagious. I think that uh, non-sobriety is contagious also. I was in a program for two years uh, uh, before we started this one that, uh, that uh, nobody was sober. Or I was an outcast for being sober. I've been lucky enough to be sober since my, my first day. And uh, so, um, uh, Roy, uh, not Roy, uh, Bill wrote this book. Uh, this book, uh, and Bill did not have the ability. Bill Wilson did not have the ability to write this book. I'm, sta- I'm, I'm, I'm holding it in my hand. But he, he didn't have the ability to write it. There it is, though. So this book was inspired by somebody. My little defiant self, when I came in, I listened to everybody at uh, the bigger program, the AA and so forth, talk about, wow, oh, the book, the book, the book, the book. And I'm saying, what makes this damn book so, so correct? And so forth. And uh, uh, the book, the book, the book, the book. And I finally, I heard this about a year ago. Uh, it's not right because it's in the book. It's in the book because it's right. And Bill Wilson wasn't right enough to write that much right stuff in this book, this right book. It was inspired by somebody who was righter than him. Well, that doesn't make sense. Uh, it's always interesting to, to, to have somebody else's book. So I have Shlomi's book right here. Open up anybody else's book and you see the words they have underlined and they have whatever. It's always, it's always interesting to, to look at somebody else's book, uh, uh, for that. Um, Roy introduced something that I, Roy, our Roy, uh, uh, with SA, uh, in our white book, uh, has step zero. We don't have a step zero in the, uh, AA big book. I believe, and the few times that I bring uh, 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 topics to AA and SA, uh, I do think we have a step zero, the first step, uh, step zero before the first step. And it is the five paragraphs let off. We read it at every meeting. Rarely have we seen a person fail who has thoroughly followed our path, and there's five paragraphs right there. Uh, how many words you have underlined here? Uh, 30, 40 words here. In those five paragraphs, I better understand and be able to check off my compliance to those, these words, these five par- paragraphs of honesty and humility. Honesty and humility in those five paragraphs, step zero, I believe, or I'm wasting my time going to step one. I believe. That's my belief. That, uh, 
And then also, you if you're my sponsee, you're wasting my time, too. We're both wasting our time. If, uh, if we can't get to some want and desperation or uh, uh, hopelessness for honesty and humility. Um, then the AA Big Book, 43, 44 pages are devoted to step one. That's how important step one is, if I can get through step zero, those five paragraphs. Now I'm, step one is that important. Two things, powerless, and I'm unmanageable. I was a little unmanageable with the handcuffs on that day. And, uh, and I had been powerless, uh, because I had, I didn't try to stop for many, many years, but I did try to stop near the end and couldn't, couldn't, would always draw my lines different that I couldn't stop and so forth. Um, so step one is that, step zero is important. Step one is ultimately mega important. Uh, came to believe the power greater than me. Well, the power that was me was me. I separated from, how much am I jacking around, time-wise? Um, my God was me. For uh, June of 62, I separated from God. June of 1962, I was caught in July of 03. 41 years and one month, I was my God. I took care of me. You came way second. My wife and children, beautiful, beautiful. But they were so second, it was unbelievable, because first was me. First was always me. Nothing got in the way. Uh, so nothing can get in the way of sobriety also, by the way. Nothing. And sobriety is a connection with God, my family, my job, my uh, uh, religion, my this, my that. Uh, nothing can get in the way. Nothing can get in the way. So um, uh, you people that are brand new in here for your first uh, convention, you're investing in your sobriety by being here. Uh, I think addictive people like me and this Irishman over here and uh, and other people that have been to uh, this is my 25th consecutive con convention. I'm addicted to conventions. So it's it's an OK thing maybe to be con addicted to. And uh, the first three steps. So. Uh, uh, and the one thing I wanted to say, if I got another minute or two, is that four through nine is the working, the doing. Do is a big word. Everything else, I do this at home a lot, where I, all is a lot of BS. As long as I'm talking, and I'm talking, and I'm talking, and I'm talking. While I'm talking, I'm not doing much. Doing is, is an action. Do, do, do stuff. And uh, so... The simplicity of this program, four through nine, is 31 pages. How simple is that? Even I could do that. How simple is that? 31 specific textbook pages of instructions on how to do the work, four through nine. And that's what everybody's scared of is four through nine. Everybody comes in, they're scared of four. Don't be, don't be scared of four. Be scared of nine. That's the one you need to be afraid of. You know, don't be afraid of four. Be afraid of nine. Uh, but when you get there, as you have gotten there, your fear will go away. That's part of step four. It's part of many of the steps. Um, these steps, periodly. Uh, sitting in a chair in a meeting, uh, that's great. That's good. And you've heard the thing, uh, that'd be like me going in the garage, sitting in my garage and thinking I'm going to turn into a, a 57 Chevy or something. You know, I'm, I'm not doing anything while I'm sitting in this chair. 
but I'm doing something when I, how do I know I'm through with uh, step three, which is the, the trying to get a connection with a God, not me, not me, some God. How do I know I'm through with step three? I have a pencil, I have a pen in my hand, I have a paper here, and I'm doing something, right? I'm doing it. Um, the program is guaranteed, 100% guaranteed. And this is not an infomercial bullshit. Not an info, close, close. This is not an infomercial deal on a 90-day guarantee. It's guaranteed. It's guaranteed. And you just got to hang with uh, some character defects that have been turned into assets for me is that I was one of the best, I'm patting myself on the back, I was one of the best cheaters and plagiarizers that ever existed in school. I'm still bragging about the fact that I graduated last in my high school class and last in my college class, and I had to cheat my butt off to do both. And uh, so, but what, what, what asset, what liability did that turn into being an asset? I'm not going to cheat and steal and lie and copy, which is plagiarism. I'm not going to copy from people that are not sober. I'm going to copy from people that are sober. That has turned into an asset for me, to be a plagiarizer. I hang around with sober people. My sponsor in the other program is 60 years sober. 60 years sober. Hanging around with sober people. I go to a meeting three times a week. The first three guys at the top of the table have 151 years of sobriety. Hanging around, plagiarizing from people that are sober. And, uh, man, you guys that are here, you're going to have a good time. It's a good convention. Uh, uh, it's an all-in deal. Uh, all-in. Come all the way in, sit all the way down, and shut all the way up. Uh, that's, that's an AA from a real smart. <laughs> but anyway, uh, now we want uh, some of y'all to come, uh, uh, to come share and, uh, on your experience with uh, uh, getting sober and whatever. And, uh Boy, I'm really good at rules, too. <laughs> that should have got from my guys. Uh, two or three people, come on up, if you would. Uh, after this, Here are the guidelines for sharing at this meeting. If you would like to share, please come forward and turn. Uh, we're going to put the mic over there, assign the chairs up front. When, uh, when it's your time to speak and uh, participation, we avoid topics that lead to dissension or distraction. We also avoid explicit sexual descriptions or sexually abusive language. Um, although this is an anonymous meeting, please remember that anonymity does not mean legal confidentiality in the state of New Jersey. So don't share anything that, uh, that is of a, uh, a felony nature. Um, don't share anything uh, facilitated by BS to... Uh, Okay, thank you. Thanks for y'all showing up. Uh, and uh, as you share, you will be committed to come to San Antonio. I'm going to give you, I'm going to give you this, and that's your commitment for being there. And you bring me a, a Philadelphia hoagie when you come. So yeah, thank you. Thanks very much. Um, thanks very much. Both of you for the words on uh, why we're here. Um, uh, my name is Ray. Um, uh, yeah, is that better? Yes. Okay. I usually talk too loud anyway. So, um, uh, my name is Rich. I'm from Philadelphia. 
And uh, really, really good to be here. Um, and really good to be sober today um, through the grace of God and this program. I've been sober since March 4th of 06, and that also was the first day that I ever went into any 12-step room. I never in my whole life thought that I was going to ever do 12-step stuff. I didn't know anything about it. Um, I grew up in a family where there was not very much talked about. Learned a lot, not a lot, but I've learned some over these years about uh, how this disease uh, has infected my family as well as the uh, alcoholism and all. But I don't talk to people in my family because they don't talk to me. Um, I am starting to get a relationship back with my daughter. Uh, my grandson helped four months ago. But my ex is not able to let me know where she lives. And so I know that if my sobriety depended upon what other people said, thought, or did... I couldn't hold on to it. But my sobriety depends on how well I'm able and how willing I am to work the 12 steps of SA with my SA sponsor. And uh, I have unfortunately gone to our meetings and found that there were people there who were working the 12 steps of what they wanted to call SA, but they didn't have an SA sponsor. I don't think that works. It wouldn't work for me. Um, uh, I know in the White Book, in uh, the, I believe it's the chapter on the second step, it says for that matter that if you come in from another program or if you've got a lot of religion, essay can be very, very difficult. And uh, I've ended up meeting other programs, and I can tell you that I've <laughs> tried the same thing there. <laughs> financial stuff and whatnot. But the point is that SA works for me, and it says right in the big book, page 59, it's my favorite lines in the whole book, here are the steps we took, which are suggested as a program of recovery. Um, on March 4th, 6th, my daughter went to my computer. She had graduated college. She was living with us in the brand new townhouse in the retirement 55 and over community that I thought I was going to be able to lie my way into uh, staying at and retiring with the woman that I spent um, 40 years of my life with. It didn't work out that way. God had another plan. God used my daughter to go to my computer. That was in the loft upstairs where I had my business stuff. Now she had her own laptop, and to this moment, I don't know why she did it. That's none of my business, because I figured it out. When she saw that her dad was looking at the porn, I had finally hurt my daughter. And when I did that, and then my wife confronted me, um, I knew that my life was going to change completely, and it did. So instead of coming home every day and saying, Hi, honey, I'm home. And having been out there uh, putting myself and her in dangerous situations, first thing out of her mouth, go get an AIDS test. 
And I did all I could. Um, that night I had a thought that helped me. I didn't think I could put my two lives together. But her therapist called me the next day. He said, go to a meeting, learn about sexual addiction, um, stop everything. I, mean, I argued about, <laughs> I'm not a good sexaholic, but I, I just followed directions. I had to. There's nothing else I could do. And I stopped, and I got a sponsor. And I did it. Um, I don't want to much time, um, but I'm grateful. I'll never give those things up. Having a sponsor and working these steps, it's the only thing that's worked for me. And thanks for sharing. Thank you. Good afternoon, everybody. My name is uh, Svi Hollander, and I am a grateful, recovered sexaholic. Since uh, Thursday of uh, November 17th, 2016, um, I've been sober in this program one day at a time. And uh, thank God, even before that, uh, Tuesday on January 12th of 2016, was the first day I really got some sobriety and continued there except for one day. I had to reset my sobriety date. Um, this is my sponsor. And uh, that's why I'm here, because he told me the importance of the steps. Um, I, I just am, I find it amazing that in the forward to the third edition, the basic principles of our program, it appears, hold good for individuals. And it says the 12 steps that summarize the program. It doesn't say the fellowship. It doesn't say anything else. It's the steps, which are the summary of the program. And that struck me because it said on page 14, for if an, a, a sexaholic failed to perfect and enlarge his spiritual life, and I thought the next words were going to be through prayer and meditation. It doesn't say that. It says through work, which I think means work in the steps, and then self-sacrifice for others, which I think that's, a, that's an incredible thing that I had to do. Uh, if, as a result of the steps we took, doesn't say steps that I know. It's steps that I have to take. And my life is incredibly different as a result of that. I go to bed at night with a 10 step on page 86. I wake up in the morning um, and it makes my I have a great uh, feeling of of uh, of uh, gratitude for people who showed me the way that uh, I'm too sick to get sober on the fellowship alone. I needed the work that's changed me in these steps, and uh, these guys have helped me. and I and I'm thankful you're all here to continue that motivation. Have a great one. Thanks. 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 We're supposed to have a, a timekeeper. Uh... Tom, you get your, your deal? Maybe three minutes or so. I didn't look at the instructions. Hi, my name is Craig. I'm a gratefully recovering sexaholic. I'm from San Antonio. Um, I wanted to talk more about the hopelessness and the and the um, desperation part of what uh, Don was talking about. Uh, I was at the same uh, day in recovery and. Um, you know, I always used in, in my shares and talking to sponsees about, you know, I hope you get desperate enough to start working the steps. I uh, hope you get desperate enough. And I found that I've been desperate for 57 years 
but I was never sober for 57 years. And desperation is temporary because that's just another bottom and another bottom. I got to the point of hopelessness when my kids stopped talking to me completely, and it's been three years. Um, and I had some, you know, action with my son, um, who's out on the West Coast, but he probably thought too much about what he was doing with me, and, um, and I always, always have this fear that he's just like me, that he got selfish and stopped talking to me again. Um, but that's up here. That's what I'm thinking, and that's, that's, bad, that's uh, bad geography in my brain. Um, uh, my, my thinking is my problem. And, um, you know, the first, the first thing I had to decide on is, you know, am I willing to give up all the things that, that got me sick? And the problem was it, it was a sick thought to me to think that I had to give up the things that got me sick. Um, I just had to do it. I got to that point where I lost everything, where it says in the big book, I think it's on page 60, that um, I became the director and the actor and the producer, and, and I even became the ticket taker. The problem was nobody was coming to the theater anymore. It was just me. Um, and I was isolating, and um, that's a bad thing um, to isolate. But I made a decision a little over three years ago to start listening to guys like Don and other people in our fellowship and to start getting into the steps and, um, and practicing those principles in everything I did. And something what that one a person said to me was that 95% of the things that I come in contact with every day has nothing to do with me. The other 5%, I surrender to God. And when I and 15% and 20%, I'm on the wrong road. I have to, you know, I can't control anything. I can't control anybody's thoughts. I can't control anybody's feelings. I can only control mine. Um, anymore. I try to let God step in. Um, I stop thinking and I start feeling with my heart. Um, and that's the best advice I ever got was to start um, thinking with my heart. Thanks for letting me share. Thanks, Greg. Thanks, Greg. Right up into it. Yeah, I know. This microphone's a little wicky. I am Matt Sexaholic uh, from Atlanta. Uh, Great to be here at another convention. Um, I, man, I I don't know how how else to say it, but I I enjoy the freedom that's in the steps because I can look at any relationship in my life and any feeling that I'm feeling. I'm like, if I'm feeling disturbed, I just have to go back and see which one of the steps I need to work on today. And if I'm in a group of people uh, and and we're having issues, I'm like, well, which one of the traditions are we not working? You know, and and, and I've just got that belief just from experience. I spent ten years uh, and working the steps in relationship with my with my wife as well, and she's working her steps. So we're we're like. You know, we're trying to figure out which one of the steps are not being followed in our relationship when we're not getting along. And that's, it just makes it so freeing. I, I don't have to worry about all the whys and let my sponsees know. You don't have to worry about all the whys, just work the steps, you know, and we'll figure out which one of the steps needs to be, you know, worked on in this situation, however you're feeling. And it just, um, I, I love not having to worry about the whys so much. I don't, I, I can, 
I love being able to retire from the debating society and use my own thoughts to try to solve my own problems when I can just go back to which step do I need to work on and where am I at in the steps um, right now, today. And, uh, and I just I live my life that way. It's, it's uh, oh, man, all the worry and all the fear it takes off of me has just been amazing. Thanks. My name is Nick. I'm a sexaholic. Uh, thanks for the leads. Um, I'm, I'm sort of surprised that we don't have 600 people in this room because the, the, the program is the 12 steps. seems to me like it's the basic thing of our, uh, of, of our program. Um, uh, but maybe everybody thinks, well, that's just so obvious. I'm not going to show up for that. Um, in my experience, the 12 steps are what gave me back my life and gave me back my self-respect and gave me back my relationship with my wife and my kids and the people around me made me a better person, um, realizing that I'm not in charge and that I'm not the, 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 the guy, the first three steps. Um, doing the fourth step with my sponsor made me realize I'm actually okay, that I'm okay and that I'm enough, which is an important thing to realize. And I keep relaying that to my sponsees. Um, Clearing out the wreckage of my past in eight and nine um, gave me a chance to stop obsessing or avoiding various people in in my life, so that I could like deal with people freshly um, and and be present. Um, and then ten, eleven, and twelve are what I use to sort of run my life on on a daily basis, and it's really effective. In my sponsees, I've, I've taken a bunch of sponsees through the steps, and uh, I have seen their lives change, and it's wonderful. I have a sponsee here at this convention um, who called me uh, this. I know I called him this morning because um, he called me yesterday, um, and he's just stuck in his 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 story and, and why life has been un, unfair to him. And I told him, well, you know, I don't really have time for this because I'm, I'm heading off to the to the uh, convention. If you want to come with me, so he I gave him a ride today, and. Um, he has resolutely not worked the steps, despite my hammering on him to, uh, you know, to you know, write out the answers and the gentle path for Pete's sake. Just to set up a little time to talk to me about the first. He won't do that. He shows up at meetings. He prays, he says. Um, but that's not the program. The program is the 12 steps. He won't get sober. He won't improve his life unless he works the 12 steps. Um, I hope that that message is is pops into his head by the other 500 people here or 600 people here this weekend. Um, I'm delighted to be here myself, and I plan on uh, on uh, moving forward for that. I'm Ken G. I'm from the Chicago area. And I have a major problem with the word suggested. I really do. To me, it's sort of like if you're going to jump out of this airplane, I suggest you put on a parachute. Um, it's, it's that important. I mean, it's really not optional. Um, and people say, oh, it's only suggested. Hogwash. you got to do it. Um, we have a bunch of guys in our Tuesday night meeting that have between 5 and 14 years sobriety. They've all done all the steps. I have three sponsees have long-term sobriety. They've done all 12 steps. I have sponsees who haven't done the steps, and somehow they're not sober. And this is not a coincidence. This is causation. It's cause and effect. 
Uh, it's not an easy program, but it is a simple program. You know, you do the steps. Um, some guys aren't motivated, and I tell them, don't worry, you have a loving God. If you need more pain, he'll give it to you. Yeah. <laughs> and be sure to say thank you when he does. <laughs> Hi, I'm Yossi. I'm a grateful. Re- Sorry, I'm Yossi. I'm a grateful recovering sexaholic. I'm from yeah, I'm from Lakewood. Um, this is my first convention, and um, this is actually my first meeting in this uh, in, in this conve- in this convention. And um, I'm literally blown away. Just you know, just to hear the you know the sobriety and the the powerful messages. I, I need to hear that. I'm, I'm gratefully sober for for um, four years, which is beyond miraculous. And um, I'm I'm really grateful to my um, my sponsor Shlaimi, who's uh, a co-leader of this meeting. Um, it's it's beyond miraculous. And um, I, I the problem with me is that I really need to hear that same message. Even the you know even though that I'm that I just heard it now from uh, so many people that it's the steps, the steps, the steps. But my brain, the way my brain works, is as soon as I leave here, I'll most probably forget all about that. And um, like, I'll, I could so easily forget, you know, everything I've learned in this program. And um, I just need that reminder, you know. And just, and I'm grateful. I do work the steps. It's hard for me to write, but you know, I, I, I anytime I'm resentful, I. I work on my resentful uh, on my resentments. I, I I know it's poison for me to to let my resentments you know stay in my head, and it's um, and same goes with lust, and you know it, it's poison for me to to let those things uh, stay in my head. I'm grateful for those messages, and I'm really grateful to keep on hearing it, and I'm just going to keep on coming back. Thanks. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Steve, sexaholic. <laughs> Um, I still remember uh, going to, this is my fourth convention, and I still remember going to the convention out in San Diego. And one of the things that there I finally started hearing was a recurring theme of all the speakers that were there. That theme was work the steps, work the steps, work the steps. Um, And that was was after a couple of years of already being in the program that I finally got that message. Um, I'm a little thick-headed. That's probably why I'm in here in the first place. Um, but started working the steps, and it it is amazing. I'm on step nine now, and I can already see you know the, those promises coming true uh, after I made amends to my father uh, for something that happened when I was a kid. And I've been carrying around a lot of shame and guilt for it. And his, he was like, I don't even remember that. Uh, you know, I was, I was offering a monetary amends and he's like, uh, you know, keep the money. I don't want it. You know, about three minutes later, he asked me, well, how much money were you going to give me? <laughs> I told him, he's like, well, maybe I ought to rethink this thing. But, um, my relationship with him has improved dramatically and it, it is through working the steps and I'll close on this. I, the original manuscript of how it works, the first sentence Uh, rarely have we seen a person fail who has thoroughly followed our direction and then later on there's a sentence which I think they removed entirely which says if you are not convinced if you are not convinced of these vital issues 
you ought to reread the book to this point or else throw it away. Um, <laughs> so keep reading it. Keep figuring it out. Uh, it works if you work it. Thanks. Thanks I just want to say that the original manuscript for me really was the thing. I, got, I, I started working my steps with that. It really helped me a lot, just uh, for me. In closing, anything you have heard at this meeting is strictly the opinion of the individual participant. The principles of essay are found in our 12 steps and 12 traditions. Remember that we never identify ourselves publicly with essay in the press, radio, TV, or films. Neither does anyone speak for essay. This is an anonymous program. Please keep the name, address, and phone number of anyone you meet or learn about an essay to yourself. The shares we have heard here are told in confidence. Please do not repeat what you have heard about another member to anyone who was not actually who was not actually here at this meeting at the time when it was shared. Please, what we say here, when we leave here, let it stay here. Okay, let us end with the third step prayer, please. I would like to thank you for listening to this episode of The Daily Reprieve, the best source for experience, strength, and hope for SA members. Please subscribe to this podcast to be alerted of new episodes. Please show your support by donating to The Daily Reprieve by going to donate.thedailyreprieve.com and choosing either monthly donations or a one-time donation by clicking Donate Now. Thank you for listening, and stay tuned for the next episode of The Daily Reprieve.